That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network. Welcome to Phantoms Gone Wrong. I'm Charlie. And I'm Carrie. And this week we're talking about my Christmas pick, which is The Polar Express. That is a funny way to say that. I'm just saying. That, that's like, that's how he says it in the movie. I had to get like the right inflection, you know? Okay, sure. This is the Polar Express. That's how he says it. What can I say? They're a little weird. That's all. <laughs> it is a weird movie. Um, I I just want to say that like this, this movie is how my mother learned about Uncanny Valley. I had to explain it to her as we were watching it because you didn't understand what that was. I did never heard of it. It's not a matter of understanding what it was. I'd never heard of it. So you can't understand something you don't know of. It's it's just it's a it's when something looks like a human or something that's real and it it's not. It okay. looks uncanny. You know you know what uncanny I get what you're saying yeah. now, but I had never heard the phrase before, so how was yeah. I supposed to know? I can't like by osmosis get information that never was brought to my attention before. Well, you should be a mind reader then, apparently. Yeah. I've read lots of books and I know lots of things that I shouldn't know, but that's something I've never heard of, so. Ooh, you know things you shouldn't know? Ooh, yeah. okay. Well, I did when I was younger anyway. Now that I'm older, who cares? <laughs> okay, so, so What's yes, it has about? Uncanny Valley. You, you want to give us a, a little little synopsis about this movie? A little synopsis. That we love for hot chocolate. Basically, the Polar Express is about the kid's journey to decide whether or not they're going to grow up or not, I think, really, to believe or not to believe in, you know, make-believe in fairy tales and Santa Claus and magic. And I think it's important that, you know, everybody considers believing in it. But through this journey, they learn a little bit about themselves and others. They travel to the North Pole, Mm -hmm. where they have to learn to trust each other, believe in others, and have faith that, you know, good things can happen. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, and in the end, our hero gets a special present from Santa Claus. Yep. Yep. That's a synopsis. Is it, very, is it a basic very hero's journey? I feel like it's a basic hero's journey. It's honestly. a very basic one. It's a very basic one. I mean, it, like I said, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like the journey that Wendy went on through Peter Pan where she had to decide was she going to be grown up or she's because she had to make that leap over to being I mean, grown up. So it was a different story brain, altogether, but it's the same. Well, in my brain, it it's like that, but it's it's not Wendy's journey. It's it's Jane's. It's Return to Neverland. That's what this reminds me of more. Okay. Where, I have watched where that enough so- times. It's someone who does not believe and is is made to be like, oh, well, there is magic in the world. Like, I have to just, like, look for that and, like, find the joy in all of that. And I can still be a kid at heart while I grow up. Like, okay, that's, yeah. That's no, that's there, about. too. But I think it's more about, like I said, I, I equated it to Wendy because it not because of, like, the belief I have to believe in magic, but more like she was at a point in her life. Life where she needed to grow up she she was being told she had to be a grown-up and so this journey for her allowed her to go there and this journey for him allowed him to realize yes it is time to grow up but you don't have to put away all childish things when you grow up yeah again that's yeah. not wendy's story that's no, jane's right. That's that's exactly how Jane's story goes, where she's okay. too grown up and she has. Well, to I didn't watch that a hundred times like you did, so I don't I did recall because it. it's so much better. <laughs> Says <laughs> you. Return of the Land is just better than the original. Says you. <laughs> Says not just me, other people okay. too. I haven't watched it enough times to know it's better. I just well, it was cute and it was okay. Uh, we, we apparently need to watch it. We'll watch that maybe okay. someday. Maybe someday. I also say it still kind of reminds me a little bit of Scrooge. This movie, not well, because yeah. oh. Well, we'll not get because into he's that. a Scrooge, but kind of like you've got your ghosts, you've got mm-hmm. you got your ghost, you've got your you know 
we're not yeah. sure like which ghost is which exactly but there's a ghost of there's different ghosts representing different I aspects think, of life yeah as we get and, into the the full story we'll talk about our little theories about the ghosts <laughs> and he develops more of an understanding or a belief in like again in the magic of christmas as opposed to mm-hmm. getting jaded like most kids as they reach their teen years start getting jaded about the holidays and christmas and the yeah. magic of it all see the the thing in peter pan is that wendy wasn't jaded he goes into this and he's jaded about all that wendy's like no i'm a kid i still believe in all this shit i still want to believe in all of it i just have to grow up and he's like yeah yeah i don't really want to i i think that this again is all i dumb. didn't say it was a direct relationship yeah. i just said it reminded me of a hero's journey where they're just at that point in life where you have to make your decisions do you go left or do you go right do you mm-hmm. make that leap to adulthood or do you not in this case while he is gonna take that step forward as he has to you physically you know at some point you have to take that step forward he's gonna stay with the childish belief the 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 i don't say childish the innocent belief in magic and in mm-hmm. in santa and all of that because it's not it's not childish necessarily it's more like a childlike or innocent in that regard when i say childlike i mean like like an innocent belief where yeah. once you get older you get jaded you lose that innocence you lose that belief in the magic that could exist around you a lot of people do anyway yeah. You know. Have you lost it? Santa Claus is the spirit of Christmas, the spirit of Christmas giving and love. Always has been. Always will be. Yeah, well, you were still like, oh no, he's not a real person. No. Not alive today. You don't know that. If there's magic in the world, he could still be around. It's entirely possible. It's entirely possible. Don't, but... don't, you know, don't have faith. Have a good idea. A good idea. That's right. <laughs> have a good idea. All right. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, why don't we talk about the story? We're talking about Polar Express. Yes. All right, let's let's start off with the the beginning of the movie, which um, I I really like how like the setup of this movie. It's like very quiet. It it like it's almost like the how how the sequence in Up for that like ten minutes where like they there's no talking but you get the whole story, and in this like there's barely any talking in like the first couple scenes but you get like so much about like this kid's background and like what he thinks and you know so he gets up like he's he's not really fully asleep i don't think um and he's like you know it's late at night i'm gonna go check to see if santa's been here and and that's because he 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 doesn't quite believe anymore but he wants to believe he really really wants to believe that there is a santa still even though he's he's like yeah well probably not but let's see if there's any presents because you know until you until you either catch your father putting out presents under the tree or you catch santa putting presents the tree you don't know one way or the other Mm -hmm. but it's not even midnight and his sister's still awake so like of course there's still the cookies out and there's no presents under the tree but he has to run back upstairs because his parents are about to put his little sister to bed um and they put her to bed they're all like oh yeah santa still exists you gotta go to sleep and he's just watching like yeah okay sure and he pretends to be asleep when they go to kiss him goodnight and everything but then he gets up and he's like i gotta i gotta look to see um all my things because i'm still thinking about santa and if he's real or not he goes to like an encyclopedia i think is that what it is um and looks up the north pole to see if like anything could live there he, he also it's lifeless or whatever yeah yeah it's it's devoid of life just it just says that which middle technically of the page. it's not I it's mean, not life. there are polar bears 
there's life out there. It's just not a lot of humans specifically habitating there, but you know. Yeah, there's there's still life there. It's just oh my god. Um, he also we also saw that like in his room he has like a bunch of newspaper clippings of like kids who um found out that Santa wasn't real and such. So like this this is what I mean. Like the, there's a lot of good visual storytelling of like he's mm-hmm. he's gathering up things to see whether or not Santa's real. You know, like I said, he's at the cusp. He's right at that edge where do I want to believe anymore? Or do I not want to believe anymore? Is he real? Could he really be real? Mm-hmm. It's just in, in all of this just reinforces that that idea that he's he's trying to he wants to believe, but he's just not quite sure he does anymore, which is why yeah. this is so great. Yeah, I, I just I love that kind of story. It's so good. And then all of a sudden, everything just starts shaking and then a train appears randomly out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> No tracks I needed. Lo- I love how just like random it is. And it's a magical train. It doesn't have to. It can be yes. totally random. It's a magic train. <laughs> it is. And what does he do? He's like, should I get on? Should I not? And the conductor's like, well, you coming? And this is this is definitely the refusal to call right here, isn't it? Mm. Where he's like, ah, oh, no, I don't want to. I don't want to go. I don't want to go. And then he, the train starts going off, it's and like, then he what? runs and jumps on. I mean, it makes sense. He wanted to know this is his chance to find out more about what goes on with the magic of Christmas right here. Who doesn't want an adventure regardless of what the adventure is? Let's take an adventure and see what happens. Exactly. This is this is the call to it. I'm just going to keep bringing up the hero's journey. <laughs> Interesting yeah. fun fact. Tom Hanks plays most of the characters. <laughs> really? I had no idea. Which is awesome because we love Tom Hanks. God. Um. So for, for the characters he plays, he plays... The conductor. He plays um the the hobo ghost man. Um he plays uh dad. dad. He plays the the older um voice of the boy that's narrating Santa Claus. And yeah, and Santa Claus. I think that's it. That's a lot of characters. I mean that's, those are a lot of main lot. characters there. Exactly. It's just it's the Tom Hanks movie. <laughs> it's the Tom Hanks movie, and there's nothing wrong with that. I think he also did the um the movements for the, screen the, the main character. Yeah, the screen yeah. capture. The screen capture was him. Yeah. But instead the voice is um the kid from Spy Kids. Well it has to be a little kid, so that makes yeah. sense. I mean I just love that fact. Tom Hanks is a little old to to sound like a little kid. I mean some voice actors can do it, but a lot That's why they usually get um women women to do <laughs> to play a young boys. <laughs> Yeah, because I got a, uh, you know, older women have a slightly lower but still high enough voice to play little boys. Yep. All right. So he finally gets on board. He just he took forever to decide. It was so funny to me. <laughs> um, And then there's a bunch of kids on board this train. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Some of them are singing the Polar Express theme song. And it's funny. <laughs> um, And who does he meet? He meets the know-it-all kid. Oh, the know-it-all kid. Played okay, by, of course, the, the random know-it-all kid from, like, every 80s movie, I swear. Eddie Deason. <laughs> He's yeah. hysterical. <laughs> I just remember he was in a few episodes of What's New Scooby-Doo, and he basically plays the same character. <laughs> he was in Grease. And Grease, too. Wait, wait, that was him. He right. played Eugene. Oh my god, it's fucking Eugene! I told you, in the 70s, like, the 80s. He was mostly the 80s. I mean... Greece was like the late 70s, but he was in in the 80s. He played in a lot of movies, like crazy, funny movies as like the the, the dorky, nerdy. We just, we're going to call him Eugene now for, for the rest yeah. of this movie. That's his name. He's Eugene. <laughs> Do we have a name for him anyway? Um, it... Okay, so most of the characters don't have names. We have Hero Boy, Hero Girl, um, Billy the Lonely Boy, and Know-It-All. So Know-It-All, we're just going to call him Eddie. We're, we're, no, we're calling him Eugene. Oh, Eugene. Oh, okay. 
I'm gonna call yeah. him Eugene because he, yeah, he is a Eugene. He's totally the typecast. This kid, this actor is just totally, totally typecast, and that's okay because he's funny as hell. Um, yeah. Um, and then we we also like kind of meet um, this other girl who's on the train, and she's just you know she's chilling there. Um, she keeps like looking over <laughs> at our main character, who also they both don't have names, and it frustrates me so much that nobody has a fucking name. Hero girl and hero boy. Well, just I don't know. Do we give them names? I don't know. If they were older, and this was set in the eighties or nineties, maybe you know, not instead of the fifties, maybe they would have been interested in each other. But they're young kids. They're probably like 10, 11 years old, and this is set in the 50s, so. Well, well, obviously there would be um, a love triangle, too, because we got Billy. <laughs> I don't think, I think Billy's more like the little brother type, the... But he sang <clears throat> with her! Huh? He sang, he sang with her. her, yeah, because he just needed, he needs someone to care and to comfort him and to love him. He's oh, just a sweet God. little, I you just want to pick him up and, like, him hug so him. Much. I really want to hug him. Yes, yeah, so you just want to hug Billy. We haven't even got to Billy, though, yet. No, we haven't gotten there yet. Um, so, yeah, um, there's this one moment, because the train is, like, it's still going through, um, Hero boys town uh, i i just think it's so funny that everybody looks at like this santa in the window and they're all excited about this toy store and he just looks at this like oh it's a mechanical santa of course it's not real like just like the look on his face i'm sorry it's midnight on christmas eve yeah santa's gonna be standing in a store window not <laughs> like why why is he so upset the fact that it's not real Santa in a store. I think he nothing's going to make him feel good except for seeing a real Santa Claus. I mean, but yeah. again, Santa Claus is not going to be standing in a store window all night. So, of course, it's going to be an animatronic Santa or Listen, a mannequin San- or something. The the American Santa Claus was basically created for capitalist consumption of Christmas things. So, just saying. Of course, he's going to be in a toy store window trying to help you sell things. He he was his red suit was coined by Coke commercials. Like, like, did you not know this? This is history. I, I didn't. I didn't pay attention to this history. No, it's not my history. It happened long before me. <laughs> oh, um. Da, 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 da. Oh, is this when they get the the tickets? I believe yes. Because I I wrote in that um he's that got the, broken... the tickets before Billy or after Billy? Oh, before um, Billy. I think it's before Billy because. Um, no, maybe it's after Billy. I just, I noticed he, the first, this is the first time we see him in his broken pocket. Yeah, so I'm I, thinking. I think this be. is when the tickets get punched. Yeah. Um, no? I'm Are you looking think. it up? Maybe. I think, I think it's right here when the ticket, the, when the tickets first get punched. Um, cause he has to, he grabs, he looks in his pocket and it's like, oh, this is the wrong one because it's broken. So he tries his other pocket and there's a magic golden ticket. Um, with this is now Willy Wonka. We're we're in the child Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Wait a minute, that's not fair. Because in Willy Wonka, they got a chocolate bar to eat first. No plot twist. Plot twist. Um, Hero Boy is going to be the new Santa. <laughs> he gets to have the North Pole. This was all a test to see who would be the next. Makes sense God. to me. <laughs> that would be quite. The, the crossover between Polar Express and Willy Wonka. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so... They could do worse. I don't like Willy Wonka. It's ev- creepy. Everybody gets their tickets punched, seemingly, except for the hero girl. But they only punch part of the ticket. They only yeah, punch they a couple letters of each ticket. He gets, like, B and E at the end. Um, Eugene gets L-E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the girl gets L-E also, so of course Eugene's she- like, oh, so we get the same ticket. Nope. Well, she doesn't get that till later because hers doesn't get punched yet for some reason. Um, but then the the train goes to the last kid, and it's Billy. It's our favorite boy. We love him, and he doesn't want to get on the train. 
and then they go off and then he wants to get on the train he traces the train down so billy billy comes from the same town that our hero boy does and he comes mm-hmm. from the what, what would be called the wrong side of town he's they literally say the very... other side of the tracks so yeah, like... which is he's basically a poor kid mm-hmm. um whose family really doesn't have much so he's at the stage in life where he just completely does doesn't have any faith that there's a santa claus any belief he doesn't even really necessarily have a good idea because santa claus never comes to his house mm-hmm. so there must not be a santa claus because if there was why wouldn't he come to my house i've been a good boy all year and i don't understand why i'm exactly. not getting a present um unfortunately you know again we know all know uh, his parents are poor and so unfortunately they can't afford to get him gifts um yeah so he's okay. he's really reluctant to get on the train but the last second he says what the heck let's go yeah but he's not as fast as our hero boy and no. he's like tripping over himself and he can't get there and so hero boy stops the train he pulls the, the emergency, emergency brake and <laughs> everybody bad. goes crazy about this because um the conductor is like what are you trying to do oh no but he explains it they're all good but billy also goes in a different car than everybody else because every all the kids are in this one car of the train, chilling together, but Billy goes in the last car. He's lonely, he's depressed. He's, <laughs> and I really want to give him a hug. He's sad, he's a little afraid. He doesn't he doesn't trust or believe any of this is actually probably happening. And yeah. he's just he's he's gonna take a little coaxing to come out of his shell. Yeah. So that's where Hero Girl comes into play. Well, this is where we get the hot chocolate. Hot, mm-hmm. hot. Oh, we got it. Hot, hot. Yeah, we got... No, you don't. Okay. You you don't sing this one thing. Nope. I want to sing this one thing and you don't want to sing that. Oh. You can sing it. You never I tell love... me I can't sing stuff, so... I have no idea. I just love the hot chocolate song. It's so catchy. It's so good. Um, I, it's, yes, this scene is. is so weird because they just bring in this whole group of like waiters and they make these magic tables out of nowhere. <laughs> well, the whole thing is magical, so why not well, make yeah. a table out of nowhere? They literally shake out tablecloths and tables appear. <laughs> like no, t- no table really appears. They just the tablecloths table hold cloth. up look like a table. Yeah, exactly. The table and the kid and they put hot chocolate down on these tables for the kids that they pour ridiculously through the air in some cases or dance around mm-hmm. the room with. Um, yep. And nothing spills, interestingly enough. No, nothing spills. Um, they they all drink some hot cocoa. They fill them up again. They drink some more hot cocoa. Kids are all sitting there like in a chocolate coma with chocolate all over their faces from drinking all the hot cocoa. And Hero Girl puts one um, cup of hot cocoa underneath her seats, all sneaky-like, and then um, the the waiters just, like, leave. They take all the cups, all the empty cups, and they leave. And, and the tablecloths. And the tablecloths, and they just disappear. Um, and then, uh, like, all the kids are just in their comas, and Hero Girl goes to bring this cup of cocoa to Billy, Billy our lovely boy Billy. Trying to give Billy some, you know, some care. Make yeah. him feel safe. And this is, this is one of the first first are you sure moments where she's not supposed to go by herself and hero boy's like are you sure you can do that by yourself and the conductor comes and is like well let's take it to him i'll come with you and they do that but what's left on her seat her ticket her ticket (gasps) oh no and it hasn't been punched yet for some weird reason i think we got interrupted by billy when it was when he was punching that's why yeah i think that that's probably what happened so her ticket just has not been punched at all and hero boy tries to go and take it to her but 
It flies out of his hands. And he goes on an adventure. It. I, I just wrote down in my notes, wow, the ticket itself goes on a full hero's journey within <laughs> five and he minutes. he follows it? Well, he doesn't follow it yet. It just, like, we, we, the audience, like, follow it as it, like, falls down a mountain. It goes into, like, the the mouth of a bird and gets choked up. Like, oh, yeah, so much out. happens to it. It's so weird. It's stupid. And then finally, it arrives back on the train and nearly gets sucked up by, like, what would you call that thing? Um... I don't know, like an air conditioning system of some kind or a ventilation yeah. system. Yeah, the vents. It it almost gets sucked up by like the vents. And then Hero Boy is like, Oh, maybe I should just stop the train so I can get the ticket. Because um, they all they all say that she's gonna be thrown off the train. Oh yes, they're all afraid she's gonna get kicked off the train because she doesn't have her ticket. Yeah. That's what it, that's probably what know it all boy says, right? Yeah, Eugene definitely says this. Um because her and the conductor come back and he's like, Oh, I'll punch your ticket and Oh, I lost it. It's not here. So he's like, well, we're going to have to go somewhere else. And they go back to the the back of the train and disappear. And so he's all worried. Oh, my goodness. Hero Boy thinks that she's going to get thrown off the train because she doesn't have a fucking ticket. She's a child. She is a child. They would not throw her off a train. Well, it's a magical train. So who knows? Maybe he could snap his fingers and she'd just go back to her house. Maybe. We don't know. I mean, that that would be a better scenario, but... Well, we don't see, always see good scenarios in, in movies. No, we don't. This, I mean, this uh, movie you, you, does get a bit dark, but I like... I mean, you brought, up, you brought up the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory thing. Let me just be clear. That movie's got some seriously dark scenarios for the kids. You know, once again, if if we got, like, uh, this movie, but, like, a, more like a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory situation, she would have gotten thrown off the train and just died. Yeah, yeah. That's how it would have ended. <laughs> I mean, th- 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 that that's why I don't like that movie, because it's just, it's not really nice. <laughs> you know, you know that's what this movie is. This movie is Charlie and the Chocolate Factory combined with Return to Neverland and then made into a Christmas movie. That's, with a little that's bit of Scrooge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with some Scrooge there, just for good luck. Uh, yeah, so he, he tries to stop the train, but he doesn't because he sees that the ticket is in the vent. But he grabs it, kind of. <laughs> he grabs it. He's like, I gotta take it to her. This time he makes it. He makes it into the other car and he's like, where, where'd they go? What happened to them? And they're just, they're on the top of the train. Train? You can see the shadows. You never actually see the two of them walking, but you see the shadows of her and the conductor walking across the top of this high-speed train. What the hell is going on in this movie? Oh, at this point, too, it's going through, like, mountainous areas and all kinds of crazy shit. Mm-hmm. It's not like it's just, like, on a flat ground. I mean, we're talking mountains and... We, we haven't gone to the tunnel yet, but, like, they're nearing a tunnel mm-hmm. they should not be on top of the train so he follows them he go- he goes on top of the train nearly falls off and he meets this hobo guy yeah he meets this random man just who, living who on lives the top on top of the train, of the train. We, like... we saw him like for a moment during the ticket sequence and he was underneath the train at that point mm-hmm. he was sleeping and now he's on top of it and he's he's got a fire and he's <laughs> isn't he cooking or something he's he's making um a cup of joe uh-huh. um but his socks are in it so gross I do- it's it's disgusting what is this man doing <laughs> 
<laughs> I hate it. I hate it. So gross. This is one of the ghosts. <laughs> oh, this is this he is a straight up ghost. Like out of anyone in this movie, he is a ghost. We see that. We mm-hmm. understand that. Um and he's talking to the kid and he's like, Oh, you you don't believe in Santa and all of this shit. I'm I'm the king of the North Pole. Like, not not that guy. It's all about me. I'm the cool one. Mm-hmm. It's so stupid. And he even brings up the, um, did you notice he kind of pantomimes the robotic Santa from earlier? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. It was so weird. He's, he knows everything. He knows it. Because he's a ghost. The spirit of Christmas. Exactly. The spirit of Christmas. Yep. So he takes him and he, he puts out his fire and he packs up his shit and he says, okay, let's go. We're going to, we're going to walk and we're going to go find the girl. Mm-hmm. Right? So he takes let's him on the walk. Let's go find that girl. And they're walking together and the, the hero boy's following him. And then all of a sudden he kind of disappears for a few minutes into the snow squalls. The, the mm-hmm. old geezer guy. Um, and when he comes back. I love it. <laughs> now he has skis. <laughs> and of course, the train is heading through the mountains, the really steep mountains. Mm-hmm. And they're so about gonna... to hit flat top tunnel. Yep. And so they decide to ski down the train. They, As the they, train they is ne- going down a hill. <laughs> they nearly fall off like a few times. They nearly fall off the back at first. And then as it goes down the hill, they slide down the train. And they're going and they're going. Just, just casually skiing down the train. God, this this movie, it's so many points. It needs to be a fucking ride at some... At, it like some amusement park somewhere. Well, it is a motion ride. We should go do that. That's true. It's it would be it's around now, isn't it? Right. Yeah. Like, we should go see the motion ride this weekend. Or this, we I don't we know when. I don't. I don't freaking know. When <laughs> Maybe either. one day next week we can do we it. We should try that. But yeah, there there is a 4D ride of it where you're just sitting in a chair. But I'm just like, there should be like a I don't know, maybe a roller coaster or like some kind of like a dark ride. Even there should be something of this movie because it's so intense at some moments and so do they, they give you it, hot chocolate when you go on this ride because i'll take it they should have like a hot chocolate cart right outside the ride you you should i think they should also probably i'll be honest if you're gonna have hot chocolate they should have some kind of christmas cookies it's mm, true they didn't have any cookies sad you gotta have cookies with your cocoa sorry people you gotta well now we're gonna have to make cocoa after this i'm making cookies well make me some cookies you won't eat them because you won't try them. Eat cookies that I like. I'm making raspberry thumbprint cookies. They're gonna be yummy, yummy, yummy. I don't remember if I've eaten them before, but maybe I'll try one. The chocolate just, and sprinkles. Not a big oh, fan. You haven't tried them. You don't know. Other people love them. Eh. 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 Okay. You get issues. Back to Polar Express. <laughs> so they get all the way down the train, and then he jumps, and he's in the coal. And he's at the, what, the front car of the train? Mm-hmm. And guess who's sitting there and driving the train? Hero girl. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, the conductor, or that the conductor, the engineer is trying to fix a lamp that's out. Mm-hmm. So the light's out and he's trying to fix the The conductor, the like, out. isn't even around. I don't know where he is, but he's somewhere else in the train at the moment. Um, he comes back. Yeah, he does come back. But so she's in the front while the can, the driver and the engineer are both trying to fix the light. And then they have to break because there's something in the road. Oh, no. And this is, this is, another, this is another moment of are you sure? Yeah. I swear. But this, there's like thousands has, of caribou. <laughs> yeah. This movie has so many drinking games. One of them would be every time she's like, he says, are you sure to her? And another one would be like, whenever he reaches into Puts his, his pocket. In pocket. Yeah. So, I think just, a good one would be anytime Eugene opens his mouth oh, then to say anything. You'd just be dead. <laughs> you can't do that. I'd say after the first few minutes of the movie, you'd be like drunk off your ass. But it'd be fun. 
Yeah. So he's like, are you sure when um, they're trying to figure out which one is the break? And they break and it's caribou. There's just a thousand, maybe 10,000 caribou just in front of this train. Oh, it's <laughs> hysterical too, because literally one of the guys, like the engineer who's busy trying to fix the um, the light ends up like nose to nose with a caribou. <laughs> it's so good. And oh my God, this man, he has a comically long beard. Like, and when he's in pain, he, he yowls in such a way that the caribou responded so to get the yeah. caribou to move the conductor pulls on the beard it's so, it's so <laughs> stupid it's so great but it's so stupid yeah but it's the kind of thing uh, a kid would think up that's why it's done like that exactly yeah um the conductor is actually a child <laughs> there we go <laughs> he's not but like apparently he's thinking like one no i so meant the, the thinking of yeah the conductor's thinking like one i guess the, yeah. the conductor is the one who pulled it wasn't he yeah i was just thinking the whole story's laid out in that way yeah the way a child would think of these things i mean there's there's my theory that like the boy actually grows up from the conductor because like same voice you know could be him uh so the caribou move away and the conductor and the boy and the girl are just on the front of the train. They're just they're just riding there while um, the driver and the engineer are back in the car moving the train along. Huh? I don't know why they're just on the front of the train. They well, they're standing be. on the front of the train as they hit the the ice. Well, first as they go down the roller coaster. Oh yes. Um, and so he. He, like, he ties something around them so they can, like, not, like, fall off the edge too badly. Mm -hmm. But this is, this is where it's literally just a roller coaster that we're watching. Um, because the hills go insane. And then they come to the ice. So they're going down all these crazy hills and the ice is covering the tracks at the bottom of the hills. This is already, like, where the Gone Wrongs would be. Like, come on. I get it. It's a kid's movie. I get it. The water shouldn't be that close to where the tracks are that they could freeze over like that. It could happen like that. I told you, there are parts of, you know, the North Pole area that are completely ice in the wintertime. Completely ice. They should have built, like, some kind of bridge and made it, like, taller. Well, they should have, but it's more fun to do it this way. Like I said, there's a TV show called Ice Road Truckers that literally shows what happens. It's like 30 or 60 days of the year that these truckers can drive everything they need to from one side to the other. And then after that, it starts melting and it's not safe. So, yeah, I'm not surprised the tracks are, like, where the water is and it's all frozen over. There probably is a bridge there somewhere. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe the water just, like, it got really, really high. I don't know. All those polar ice caps melting. (laughs) <laughs> maybe is that how that works oh yeah the ice paths melt the water levels rise then when they freeze over say in the winter time or the colder months yeah well polar express said um global warming exists and they said it <laughs> they said it in a story that's based in the 50s so guess what yeah global warming exists <laughs> deal with it people you don't believe me it's 60 degrees outside right now <laughs> no actually it's 50 degrees out today um, and it's december and it's december and tomorrow it's going to be like 30 and raining in December. It should be snowing already. <laughs> We're in New England. <laughs> God, I don't want to drive in snow. Don't make me drive in snow. Oh, I don't want snow at all. I'm just saying it should be. I would prefer to yeah. be in Florida where it's like 75, 80, except for all the COVID down there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so also the reason why I, I missed it. The reason why they went so fast down like the, the really terrible hills is because the pin um is gone from the like the speed control i guess Mm -hmm. so they they lost that and it was he just like kept pushing the the lever and it made them go faster 
because it was like it was not work remember how that happened was it the speed control or like a break uh, it was the speed control that had the pin and okay. it was like it got stuck so he kept pushing it and pushing it and pushing it and then the pin fell out and they lost the pin so he could he couldn't even use that um but then they get a hairpin yeah <laughs> The guy with the totally long beard takes off his hat and he has super long, just like hair on top of his head too. And he takes the pin out. And, and the hair flops that. down. <laughs> I, just, I love his hair. It's so wonderful, luxurious. <laughs> but this old so, goober who drives a train. <laughs> so they, they finally get the pin. They get that all working. But like they're on top of the ice. And the ice is starting to crack because they, like, toppled onto it just slightly. That made it all crack. And so they have to get through there before they go under the water and they all die of, what, hypothermia. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and they somehow make it... God, this is just... It's an action movie scene. That's what... That's what this movie is. It's somehow an action movie. I don't know why. Of course why. it is. Um, hmm. yeah. It's, I just noted how many times the conductor, like, says, go right, go left, go this way, go that way. But, like, he says different words for right and left in different languages. <laughs> <laughs> it was just funny. Uh, and then they're finally good. They make it just barely in time. The end of the train went under the water just a little bit, but they made it. They made it through. And then he, the conductor takes the kids back to where all the rest of the kids are. And he finally punches the ticket. Yes. Finally. We got that payoff. Well, we got her ticket and, and Billy's, right? Or did we already punch I don't Billy's? know. I somehow, I think he already got Billy's. Okay. I don't remember when they got Billy's. Yeah. We never see him get Billy's, but he somehow did. Okay. No, I think we see him get Billy's. We just don't remember when it happened. That's all. I don't think we see it. I think it happens like behind I think we'll have to rewatch uh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> we'll rewatch it on do. Christmas Eve again. Uh, so as they're walking, this time they're walking through the train cars instead of on top of the train. Um, and they see these this whole thing of creepy toys that are all broken. Um, apparently the boss, quote unquote, I'm assuming it's Santa. <laughs> he just calls him the boss. That's so funny. Um, keeps the toys and tries to refurbish them. You know, it's it's something it's like a recycling kind of thing is what he calls it. Oh, you get all those elves, you might as well put them to work. There's a lot of fuck just so many. And there's this fucking creepy Scrooge puppet that talks to Hero Boy. And I hate in it. In the train, yes, in the yeah. recycled toys. Yeah. Just, just this Gross. little marionette and the the ghost hobo man is um controlling it. Um <clears throat> just this is this is where the whole Scrooge thing comes in, where it's like, You're just like me, a Scrooge. You know? No, I thought it was a Scrooge as soon as I saw the ghosts. As soon as we realized he's a ghost. I mean that too. Yeah. But like yeah. he literally like is a like being a Scrooge is like it's an it's a noun now. It's that's how we use people who aren't in the spirit of Christmas. Mm -hmm. So that's what he is. But <laughs> I just hate that scene. It's so creepy. So creepy. Uh, da, 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 da. Somehow we get to Billy again. I don't remember. Because the next thing I have is the song. So I think. Well, they were in yeah. the back of the train where the toys were. And then Billy was a little further beyond there, wasn't he? Because he was yeah, on I... the end of the train when they sang it. Yeah, I think they saw him like um just standing at the end of the train. And they went back to him instead. Because they, yeah. they were in the car with everybody else. And Eugene was going off like, wow. Like, did you see what happened with the tracks? That was that was so weird. It couldn't have happened. That must have been like a mirage because like the water couldn't have been that close. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, you're right. 
but also it did happen. Mm-hmm. So they go back to the train to talk to Billy for a minute, and he sings a song about how he's sad and how and Christmas hero girl sings with work- him. Yeah, Christmas doesn't come and work out for him, and she sings with him, and I love it. It's very cute. I sang the whole thing when we watched it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then we're old. you know we that arrive. we arrive. And guess what? It's not so desolate, and it's not devoid of life. It's not. There's there's like a little light, and they see, it and they're like, oh, what's that? It's the North Pole. And the conductor's like, so when you get there, Santa's gonna give one of you the first gift of Christmas. Ooh. And he stares, like, right at Hero Boy when he says it. (laughs) Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Little foreshadowing there. Just, you know, this movie in foreshadowing. It's not subtle. Not at all. Nope. So they, they, they get to the North Pole. Um, there's just a million fucking elves everywhere and they stop the train and they're all lining up so they can go and see the first gift of Christmas and all that. But of course, Billy, Billy's afraid. He's scared, man. This is like all weird to him. He's just, you know, and he's not as trusting and believing as everybody else. So he's like, what the hell? I don't want to do this. I'm afraid. I don't, I don't want to think that something good could happen because nothing good ever has happened. So, but God, fucking hero boy. Um, my notes say just this kid breaks everything he touches because, (laughs) you fucking broke the car off of the train as he was getting into it to talk to Billy. Yeah, he hit something or whatever. Yep. Disconnected the train car. And they, once again, roller coaster, roller coaster movement through the North Pole and they get lost. The three kids get lost. Vanderbilt looks like an underground train station of some sort. Yeah. It's also kind of terrifying. God, everything is terrifying in this movie. It is for real little kids. And yet it's magical and sweet at the same time. They're in the middle of nowhere in this random like train cave somewhere and they can't move this car because it's just it's the back end Mm -hmm. and they don't have one of the the push things so they can't do that. So they have to walk across the the train tracks. And and the tracks are literally suspended over midair. They're just suspended from one end to the other of this giant cavern that they're in. This this is like um like a Star Wars scene where you know like there's just no railings anywhere even though there probably should be railings or like a floor but there isn't. Floor and railings would be awesome here. But they should have died right here. Um, Billy nearly does. So the movie's over at this point because everybody's dead. No, just kidding. <laughs> everybody's died like fifty times in this movie. This movie's so dangerous. Thank God Ch- for magic. Child endangerment. The movie. That's what we're re- renaming it. Okay. Um, but the hero girl is following um this little bell. Which we could also whole- call it "What Not to Do at Christmas." <laughs> That's true. What's not? So she's following this bell that she can hear and Billy can hear. And they, they go all through the, the little town and they don't come across anybody and everything is elf-sized. So it's like really weird and cute. Mm-hmm. Like it it's just too small for them. Just slightly. Because the elves are like half their size. They're, yeah, they're smaller than children. So funny. <clears throat> um, And then they find the, I guess the naughty and nice center or something where the elves are talking about this one kid who was bad on Christmas Eve. Like he'd be good all year and bad on Christmas Eve. What the heck? Wait till the day after Christmas. Then you get all year to atone for it. Exactly. But they give him a break because it's like five minutes to midnight. Let's give him a present. Put him on a check twice list for next year. I like that. Everybody should get a present at Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Just like an elf. I mean, coal isn't necessarily a bad gift. I mean, it's a fossil fuel, but like, you know, it it, it allows you to be warm on Christmas. 
So, well, I mean, yeah, there was a time when coal would be a decent gift. Now, uh, well, most people don't have coal fires. Exactly. Not great. So the the elves, how they get out of this room is so weird. What what a, you you had a word for how to describe this little tube thing that they go into? Oh, it kind of reminds me of the tube like at the bank. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like a, it's like a little subway or train thing, but it literally sucks through a tube. Mm-hmm. So it kind of looks like one of those things you'd see at the at a bank teller outside window, and instead of going up and down, it literally goes side to side on like a train track. It's it's kind of yeah. fun. It's another roller coaster moment because the kids um go in the next one and they follow the elves trying to get out of here because they have no clue where the fuck they are. <clears throat> oh, they're gonna get out in a minute. It's gonna be kind of weird and crazy, but they get out. They they do not get out in a way they should have gotten out. No. Um. Instead, they get to one of the present factories, I guess, because they they get to this building and there's um there's a present on um God I can't think of words. It kind of reminds me of like the scenes they have at like the airport when you see like yeah. where the luggage goes. It's like it literally looks like they put it on like this whole weird conveyor system where it goes left, right, center before it lands where it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. So they see the presents and they see a present with a tag on it for Billy. This is when we find out Billy's name. We've just been calling him Billy because it's hard not to. Yeah. Um, That's me, he says. And so he goes to grab the present and of course he ends up going through this maze of yep. conveyor belts. They all run belts. after the present. They they all, they go down this thing. God, it's so, it's, first it's a slide and then it goes into like a weird little whirlpool, but like. like a, yeah, almost like a funnel. It would be an a, awesome yeah, water ride. So much of this movie make it into a ride make or a it into a theme rides. park a full theme park that's polar express themed polar express theme park you could I do it i support this you and then have the train coasters. going around the whole thing yeah but you could have roller coasters you could have a regular train ride you could have hot mm-hmm. hot cocoa concessions with gingerbread cookies and other kinds of cookies of course you could have the water ride or some other ride that was like a slide instead of a water ride make it a slide ride where you like get on like Mm-hmm. You know, some kind of slide and slide through the whole thing. It would be cool. It would be so cool. It would be very cool. Very good. You could have like Love a it. carousel with like the elves and packages and you sit and sit on a package and the elf lifts you up and down or something. <laughs> or the reindeer could be on the carousel. I think there could be a lot of fun things. It's so good. So they get out of this funnel, they fall through it, and they're in Santa's bag. <laughs> and it's, God, it's gigantic. There's no way a sleigh could ever pull this friggin' bag. This bag is like... It's all magic. It's It, it could hold a skyscraper. I mean, it was huge. I swear, this is the only movie where I think I've seen um, a bag for Santa that, like, is actually big. Yeah, instead like... Instead of just being, like, normal-sized. Like, everything else is magical and the bag is not. Exactly. <laughs> the sleigh must be, though, because that bag would not be able to be pulled by a sleigh. I mean, it maybe not, the bag's the magical... Would... Because it doesn't fall off. Yeah. I, all I can say is this, you could not take something like that in any kind of car I've ever seen. Maybe a big giant reindeer. truck. Huh? Those poor reindeer. I know. There's got to be a <laughs> lot of magic at play here. It's a humongous bag. I mean, the two kids, the three kids are in it and you can barely tell. Yep. And then who do they see in the bag but Eugene? Eugene! Because he's looking for his present. Yep. He just wanted to check out his Christmas presents. And what did he find? He found a pair of underwear. Ha ha ha. Because when you all, you need underwear. Exactly. And that means he actually like listened to the thing on, on the present because it says do not open till Christmas on Billy's and he was just like now nah, I'm going to open it. Well he's going to need new underwear. He's he's going to have some issues later on in school. <laughs> oh no that's what it is for. Bullying. Oh, no I hope not. I think it's I, just because he's he's, he's a 
he's not a bad boy, but maybe he's not the best boy. So instead of getting a really cool toy, he gets underwear. Everybody gets something, right? Unless you're really Can bad. Can him an ugly sweater or something? He might have liked it. He's I mean, at least nerdy. those are retro now. <laughs> ugly sweaters? Cool now. Well, because they didn't used to be called ugly sweaters. 30 years ago, yeah. they were just called sweaters. <laughs> Now they're called ugly sweaters. And now they're cool. It's so weird. I love it. So the bag is just so big, so comically big. And the elves have to like, like raise it in, in like this, was it? It's balloons, right? They use hot air balloons to, to, to get it up in the air so they can put it on top of Santa's sleigh. It's, it's not hot air balloons. It's blimps. Oh, blimps? Oh, is it blimps? I I think it's blimps. Oh Um, my goodness. Do I have to Google this? I think I have to Google this. Do it. Do it. I think they're blimps. I could have sworn. They are blimps. Yay! Two I big right. blimps. Two big blimps. Oh my god. So they use that to, to get the the bag out of there. To try to lift it through the square to get it onto Santa's sleigh. The fact that they go over the Christmas tree is so dumb. Because there's a giant fucking Christmas tree in the middle of the North Pole. They should have gone around it. But they tried to go over it. It snagged. And, and it snagged on the star. And the star nearly killed a few elves. When it fell, but um, some some cool elves uh, they they jumped from the blimps and they caught it in the air. I guess. See, I yep. think what would be really cool is when it goes over the start, it snags the bag, that it tears the whole bag down the middle, and all the presents go flying everywhere. Oh no! Yes. Oh no! That's my gone wrong. That should have happened. That, that would have been yeah, awesome. You're right. And then Santa could have like done some magic, and all the bag, all the presents just like magically pick themselves up into the bag again. Yep. Santa just sprinkles some pixie dust and they all just like go to the right place. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> then why would he even need to deliver this? Just make him do I'm sorry. Uh, there's no way Santa's sleigh is really going to carry all those friggin' toys in that giant bag. No. And that's not enough toys still to give to every single kid everywhere. Yeah. So they they fix the they fix the, the star. They get the bag onto the sleigh. And before they close it, the elves are like, okay, we know your kids are in there. Like, come on down. And they get to slide down the bag. <laughs> Once again, cool. more fun things. They slide down the bag and then they get back in line with everyone else. And then um I think this is when they bring out the reindeer. Mm-hmm. And the reindeer are like trying to get away. They're they're trying to fly and the elves try to attach them to the sleigh. But Hero Boy, he can't hear the bells. Now this was like a thing from the beginning of the movie. He wanted to hear Santa's sleigh bell. I think I think that's why he came downstairs. He came downstairs because he heard a bell and it was from his dad's hat. And so he can't hear these bells when they're right in front of him. But everybody else is like, oh my god, it's the most beautiful sound. I love it so much. But can't hear them. And then Santa comes out and everybody's like, oh my god, there's Santa, there's Santa. And the elves are like on top of each other. They're like standing on each other's shoulders and he can't see around them. And he's like, I can't see Santa. I can't hear the bells. Oh no, I I can't see him. It can't be real. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he's having that moment where he's at that moment. He's at he's real. at the pinnacle. He's the pinnacle. He needs to know one way or another: is there really Santa? Is he real? Can I believe yeah. in him? Because he's pretty much lost the magic or the belief in Santa. And then and then he there's a bell that fell off of the sleigh and it falls toward him and he picks it up. He's like, I believe I can hear it. 
when he rings it in his ear. And then Santa's standing right in front of him. And Santa picks him to get the first gift of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yay! It's a bell. Yeah, what does he choose for his gift? He chooses the fucking bell that he found on the ground. But his first gift of Christmas was not the bell. It was the belief in Santa that he'd been looking for. So it was the, it was like a wish fulfillment. Yeah. It was wish fulfillment. He finally got what he wanted. He got his proof that there is a Santa Claus for him. He, He whispered in Santa's ear, so we don't know exactly what he might have said. He might have said, can I just have this bell so I can always believe in you or something like that? Maybe. Maybe that's what he said. So that was the first gift of Christmas is um, Bell from Santa's sleigh. And it's been five minutes to midnight for the past like hour or few hours <laughs> that this movie. movie's been going on. Um, Now it finally strikes midnight. So it's time to go. He puts the bell in his pocket. Wonder which one. The one with the hole. <laughs> Plot twist. It was the one with the hole. <laughs> of course. It's always the one with the hole. That's the that's what makes the hook. Um, before everybody leaves, there's like a moment where the elves are like singing and they're having a rock concert. Oh yeah, well, they are because they've one, got a cool band there. One of them's on like a freaking unicycle, I think. As he's like so he can reach the the microphone. Yeah, so it, it's an elf that kind of looks like um the lead singer of Aerosmith, and the band is, is Aerosmith that's actually playing the song in the background, God. I believe. So it's supposed to kind of look like a bunch of elves who are dressed up as Aerosmith. So it's kind of I funny cool. I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's Steven great. Tyler. The, the elf looks like Steven Tyler, the lead singer. Yeah, but he's sitting on a unicycle to get tall enough for the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, they're all leaving and they got to punch their tickets one more time. Oh, and that's the best part. Yeah. So um, I don't know who's... I, I don't remember what the order is. I think I know Eugene's Hero Boy's is last. first. I think, yeah, Eugene. So he punches his ticket and his is learn because he needs to learn mm-hmm. instead of talk everybody's ear off about what he knows. Um, then Hero Girl? I, I think then it's Billy. Is it Billy or Hero Girl? Oh, I'm not sure. It's one of the two, I thought. Um, Billy's is a very special ticket when his is punched it um it actually changes phrases but it's count on depend on trust um, yeah isn't it or rely on rely Maybe on that's what yeah. It is. yeah so can you count on us to get you home and he's like me and my friend and mm-hmm. it's so cute and i love it and then the hero girl goes up and hers is lead it's in leader just, she thinks yeah. lead as in lead balloon he's like no lead as in leader lead as the way in, are are you sure yes i'm totally sure i am positive i'm confident but she did lead the way the whole time if you think about it she she was the leader of the group because every time hero boy tried to do something it always went a little bit amiss yeah i think there was one more are you sure that i didn't catch when they were going through everything and she and that was the one time she said positive when they were crossing the bridge wasn't that an are you sure maybe i think it was when they crossed the scary bridge I thought it was when they were going through the town. Oh, um, it was somewhere in there, but she did finally say I'm positive. So character development. Yay. And then we get to Hero Boy's ticket and it's wonderful. And the conductor holds it behind his back. And punches at- it. As he's punching, just because he's that cool. And then he gives the hero boy and says, believe. Mm-hmm. So here's like, the thing. Are the packages their gifts or are these tickets their gifts? The I gifts of the lessons that they learned on this trip. Do they get to keep the ticket? I don't know. That's a question I have. But but I just like the fact that the exchange he has with the conductor, <clears throat> where he's like, oh, it says, and the conductor like, it's nothing I need to know. You don't, you don't need to tell me. Well, he punched it behind his back, so he doesn't know, exactly. right? <laughs> he he knows exactly what it says but he's like i got it i know it this is this is my theory i swear the conductor 
is the grown-up boy. That's what I think. I think that Could it's be. him. Um, I think the conductor is the ghost of what's yet to come. Maybe. Yeah. Perhaps. And Santa Claus is the ghost well, of Christmas present, and the other guy is the ghost of Christmas past. Why don't we talk about our theories <laughs> in a minute? Once they get to the end of the movie. Um, so they get back in the train. And everybody wants to see the cool bell, and it's so great, but it was in his wrong was pocket, lost. so he lost it. And they can't go and get it because the train's already taken off. Mm-hmm. So sad. Oh, well. And the first person we say goodbye to is Billy, and they all hug, and it's sad, but Billy got his present! It's at his well, house already! Billy goes to his home, and his, his house is lit up with Christmas decorations like it hadn't been before. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? He's like, oh my god, that's my house. It was all decorated up with a Christmas I- tree in the window, which they hadn't been one when he was picked up so i think at first he was like what this is this is my house what and the conductor's like yeah it's your house he just didn't believe it and then he finds his present he comes out to show them his present it's like yay we still don't know what's inside that box but doesn't matter the fact that he got a present sure, it doesn't matter. that's the best the part about billy counts. it doesn't matter it, it didn't matter what it just mattered that there was something that someone cared yeah that, that there's something he can believe in and that maybe he can hope for the future. Yep. And then we say goodbye to Hero Boy. Everybody hugs. It's all good. But Santa has not come to his house yet. Oh, well, we gotta go to bed. Yep. So when he wakes up, um, because <laughs> the sequence is like the same when he, uh, he pulls his, um, robe off, uh, off the hook and he breaks the, the pocket even more <laughs> than it already was broken. So it's like, wow, it was already broken. Huh? I guess that did happen, maybe. It's like more little clues in there. I mean, it's easy enough to believe it was a dream because it was so fantastical, but you know. Yep. And then it's not Santa's, until he opens his present. Yep. Santa's come to the house. Um, I guess, maybe. Or maybe it was the parents. Who knows? Um, but somebody came to the house and gave them all presents. And him and his little sister, Sarah, are like so excited about everything. There's one more present. And it's the bell! Santa mm-hmm. gave him back the bell. It was like, this fell on my sleigh. And when Fix he shakes the bell, pocket. he and his sister can hear the bell, but his parents think it's broken. Yeah. Because they have lost the magic. Yep. And in the voiceover, he says that eventually even his sister can't hear it, but he always can hear it. Yep. And then Josh Groban plays. <laughs> oh. Yes, he sings that wonderful song. I love that it makes so me much. cry. So sweet. I, I think that's just how his voice works. I, think he, I honestly cry. think that song is the best part of the whole movie, though. That and Billy. Just and Billy's this, existence. Well, the song Billy sings is pretty too, but mm. I like the song, the Josh Groban song. And what about Billy. Hot Chocolate? <laughs> the song's okay. It's just kind of weird. It doesn't, like, everything else is kind of, like, sweet and mellow, and yeah. except for the Hot Chocolate scene and then the Aerosmith scene. <laughs> yeah. There's actually a lot of music in this movie. It's so, but it's, it's all, like, sweet, like, like, sweet music. It's not, like, crazy wild, except for those two songs. Yeah. So, so, here we got our theory. So, so who's the ghost of Christmas past? Who's present? Who's future? I think the go- I think the actual one that we know is actually a ghost is the ghost of Christmas past. The old I guy because he he's future. See, I think he's past. I think because he's like so you don't believe, so you don't this, so you don't that, and he tries to like I don't know. I think he's the past. I think the conductor is the ghost of Christmas future. Hmm. See, I thought he was the ghost of Christmas future because he's like the most mis- um the 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 um random guy on the train he's the he's the ghost of christmas future because he's so mysterious and he literally does the pointing thing like he he disappears into smoke as he's pointing at the hero boy i mean it could be but he's also the 
first real i mean he interacts with the conductor a little bit before he interacts with the other guy but he interacts with him more before he interacts really with the conductor i don't know i think i to me he seems like the ghost of christmas past to me because at the end of the movie he believes in santa at the beginning he doesn't necessarily believe in much of anything he's he's on the fence and this 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 one like represents like that i don't believe in anything anymore he's like you don't believe blah 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 blah. and then when you go forward then he meets santa claus and then he believes and then he gets his little ticket and so but santa would be the ghost of christmas present he, he has to be has... the ghost of Christmas present. He's the ghost of Christmas presents. Ay. I mean, he brings the presents. Ay. Well, I just think he he he's got that like feel of like the the guy. Like whenever you see Ghost of Christmas present, he looks like like redheaded Santa, like this big gregarious, like just like jolly old guy. Yeah, exactly. Also, we forgot to mention Santa is for some reason skinny in this movie, and it's so weird jarring. <laughs> <laughs> but he's still tall. I mean, he's still not a yeah. tiny little guy. Well, it's it's um, jarring because. Santa Claus looks like the same <laughs> the conductor who looks like the well, ghost. Well, they don't necessarily look all the same, but their voice the same. A little bit. They have similar yeah. facial features, just like not their clothes Santa appearance, things like that. The, They're all Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> this is the There's, no, there's nothing Hanks wrong multiverse. with an all Tom Hanks movie. I'm sorry. The, the Hanks Hanksiverse? Yeah. <laughs> nothing wrong with the Hanksiverse. Although I will say this, I really would love to see him and his wife in a movie together. I don't remember mm. very many, of, if any, of those. I can't I recall know. them in a movie together. No idea. Um, There were there were also a few other things. Just because there's like three of them. We could put it into like... Uh, we thought about this, and I wrote it down, and I forgot. Okay, get up the page. Oh, so you we we you said uh, a lot of theories out there say that it's like the um, Holy Trinity. Yeah. So, oh, uh, I can't remember who's who. Um. Well, I'm thinking oh, that the well, ghost in the train would be the, the ghost of the Holy Ghost. Um. I think Santa would be the father, and conductor would be the son. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, conductor is Jesus. Confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> I also said it kind of reminds me of like the id, the ego, and the super ego. Yeah. Okay. What's what for that? Because I don't remember enough about that. Oh, honestly. I can't remember either. But I remember talking about it when we were watching it. Yeah, we talked about it, and then I immediately forgot all of it. So okay. id, I ego, think... super ego examples. Let's see what it says. Okay, I want to say the id is the ghost. The super ego is Santa, and the conductor is the ego. I want to say that's how it would go. From what I'm looking up here, uh, where do you where where are there examples of this? Well, I'm doing a Google search. Three concepts of psychological theory: distinct, interactive. It is a set of uncoordinated, instinctual desires. Super ego plays the critical, moralizing role, and ego is the organized, realistic agent that mediates. Yeah. So the 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 instinctual is the ghost. The super ego, the 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 critical, moralizing, literally naughty and nice, is Santa. And then the the one who mediates conductor. between them is the conductor. Yeah. I think that works so well, actually. That one works even better than the other ones. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all just higher states of mind they're just your yeah so they're parts of his personality that are playing and we know it's parts of personality because they're all played by the same person that plays him Plot when he's a twist. they are they are all different futures of the boy potentially so there's there's the path that he goes down where he becomes the ghost and he just well like, everybody goes becomes a ghost believe. at some point oh well, yeah <laughs> but you know what i mean like there's the part of him that like doesn't believe and doesn't care um there's the part of him that like i guess the conductor is the most like just like him where mm-hmm. he is right now where he's just like yeah i believe and i'm gonna do all this um and then there's santa where he just like ascends 
All right, let's go into the gone wrongs. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, this is where we um, discuss what uh, went wrong in the media that we've been talking about this whole time and how we try to change that. Um, well, I think there needs to be a bridge instead of that. I <laughs> God, this is so stupid. I mean, it's like, it's good for the drama, which, God, this movie is just all about that. It's all about that freaking drama. Um, That's with the music, the mellow, sweet, dramatic Christmas music. Yeah, it's just like... Yeah. This movie doesn't do anything for logic reason at all <laughs> well, it's supposed to be fantastical it's, it's not supposed to be exactly. logical just like the, the thing on the ice just makes me think too much about skiing that. downhill on the top of a train come on <laughs> that too like god the skiing on top of the, tra- the fact that he was convinced by these kids oh yeah she's gonna be thrown off mm. okay okay i get so that he-, he would be convinced by it but why did that why did eugene be like oh yeah they're gonna throw off the train <laughs> dude why why did you say that this boy is easily gullible of course he would believe that of course he would he's he's everything's a little black and white with him this way or that way it's not you know just like when they were talking about the train stopping or whatever and he's like the aerodynamics of the train it could never have made it down that incline and blah 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 blah. and he goes on to talk about the different kind of train or whatever it is (laughs) they honestly probably should have had more than like one adult looking after them so they didn't go get into trouble they did they had a ghost looking after them (laughs) he was not looking after them he he would not have cared if they had died oh i think he would but i don't think anybody's gonna die because of magic so yeah. gone wrongs there was no cookies on the train no fucking cookies that's the you need the fucking cookies with cocoa come on people you know or marshmallow i didn't even see marshmallows in the cocoa did you i don't think so no i don't remember any marshmallows so no marshmallows no cookies what the hell's this wrong with this cocoa what it's is terrible. wrong with this how dare it's probably like some cheapo swiss miss cocoa nothing good nothing fancy about it Ugh. i I like Swiss Miss. It's not bad. No, I want like some really it's good, like good, I got a recipe for some like homemade hot chocolate where you like okay. melt the chocolate and the cream. Yeah. Make it that. for me. That'd be better. Make it for me. Um, And then we have a cookies because you got to have cookies. Make it for me. Someday. Make it. Someday. That's what um, I want What else Christmas. went wrong with this movie? Hmm. There was something else I had. Now um, I can't remember what it was. We said something. Oh, I know what else. What else I think went wrong? These kids went through a bonding experience. At least the three: the hero girl, hero boy, mm-hmm, and Billy. Mm-hmm. At the end, there were hugs for mm-hmm. Billy or whatever. But the hero boy and Billy are in the same town. It would have been nice. If there was like a little bit more connection. Like maybe well, I'll see you again or something like that. I mean, it just yeah. It kind of ended like you know. Oh well, that's it. He's My gone. assumption got is presents. definitely that afterwards um he and billy maybe like become friends in real life we have no idea where hero girl lives um also we didn't talk about the fact i did not mention this entire time the fact that she was like a black character and she was like the only i think there was one other character that was i I remember seeing at least one one other person of color in the background but like in this movie there's just like a black girl main character that was which wild is to awesome me. a black in the woman 1950s? Main character in a, well the movie was i mean i don't know when the book was was the book actually written in the 50s oh god when was the book written um i mean it was supposed to be about the like characters in the 50s the that's what you said express um well it was written in the 80s Okay. So in the 80s, well, yeah, things I were have much no more idea. progressive than the 50s. I have no idea what's going on in the, the book because I, I don't remember seeing the pictures. I don't... I don't remember enough about it. I know it's like basically the same thing. Maybe a little bit less excitement. Um, I honestly do not... I have vague memories of like it being read to me in school, but I don't remember enough about it. 
Well, let's see are you here. are you looking to see if there's anything? Let's see about if there's her? any. I don't know. In the pictures in the book, it doesn't show a little black girl. It might not. That might have been something they did for the movie. The only one I see, I see a picture of the me. book, and there's a blonde girl in it. I'm looking to see if there's any other pictures. It's just wild. Well, there's to an me. animated book. There's like another book that's that's oh, cute that has a little black girl in it. It's like half the size of Eugene. That's adorable. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Not enough pictures know. of the cool. book, and I've never read the book, so we should get the book. We get the book. I think it's on my one of my lists on Amazon. <laughs> you should get me the book. It's on yeah. your list on Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm just looking at pictures of the book. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is one picture that someone shows and it's got all kinds of different kids, but there's like a blonde girl and what looks like it could be someone of color, but I'm not sure if it's male or female because it's just a little tiny blip of a little picture. It's hard to hmm. tell. Never read the book though, so. Yeah. I feel like a lot of things that I could say that are gone wrong in this movie, just, you can explain it by magic. Just, just magic. Um, that's, that's the problem. <laughs> the fact that magic this solves like, everything. This is, this is a movie where it's like, it was all a dream but like it wasn't also like it actually happened you know what i mean yep it's, well he thinks it's, it's like all a dream until happened. he gets his bell in his box and he's like <gasps> and i think this is the remembers. thing about christmas movies like everything is like so magical and like it was all a dream but also it totally happened at the same exact time like the same happens in like what snow globe right you remember that movie right yeah vaguely where mm-hmm. like ev- where she goes into a freaking snow globe and has a time but it's like a dream but it's not yeah every time she wakes up from the dream she's in the real world but when she dreams she's in the snow globe yeah and freaking um a christmas carol it's like i mean that could have been a dream but it also kind of happened and barbie and the nutcracker once again it wasn't a dream it was a dream but it was real (laughs) so a dream oh can we equate this to barbie and the nutcracker we're gonna go back there again no No. we're not going back there again i think we're good i think we're done are we done okay happy holidays everyone (laughs) yeah happy holidays um yeah because this will come out like christmas week oh fun cool stuff. uh all right you guys can um follow the podcast we're at fandoms gone wrong pod on instagram and facebook we're at fandom gone wrong on twitter you can email us at fandoms gone wrong pod at gmail.com um you can find me specifically i'm at green pixie 12 most places except for twitter where i'm at green pixie 123 um uh, i have a youtube it's charlie mac that's ack mother Hello. Hello. What, what's your I can be face? found on the internet at Travel Planning by Carrie on Instagram, uh, where I post photos and um, information about traveling. Yeah. Because I'm a travel agent. Woohoo. And I just got back from a Disney vacation, Disney Cruises. Lots of cool pictures going up on there. I haven't quite finished Yay. posting everything because, you know, four days, five days without Wi Fi makes it hard. But we're getting there. I couldn't do it. This is another reason why I can't do a cruise. I mean, we had limited, but not enough that I could upload pictures. I could, like, read a few messages and then. That's terrible. Get back off. How do you do stream? Streaming. No streaming. Yeah, I can't do it. Nope, that's why I can't do a cruise. It was a lot of uh, sports and HGTV because those only channels we got <laughs> when we watched nope. TV. Can't do it. There was also a lot of drinking because, you know, if you can't watch TV, you must well drink. Yeah, once, once again, um, I'm not here for it. <laughs> Too bad for you. <laughs> Nothing I want is on a cruise. Oh, well. Oh, yes, yeah. there, there are things you want on a cruise. Beautiful looking people in bathing suits. Nothing wrong with that. People? Oh, you're branching out, mother? For you, not for me. I'm married. I can't even go there. <laughs> oh. Alrighty. It's movie night. Grab your popcorn, grab your coffee, grab your friend, grab a cat. Let's go. Who directed this? What year did it come out? Is that that girl from that show? Who wrote this? Where's the cat? Who would you rather bang? Pass the popcorn. Does this pass the Bechdel test? What about the Steve Buscemi test? 
Does a woman literally speak in this movie? Oh my god, a dog. This reminds me of in Harry Potter when... Are we recording? What do the critics say? It's a guilty pleasure. What's your rating? Can you be quiet? Oh my god. Movie night crew. It's just like watching movies with your friends. And then arguing about it after. Every Sunday, wherever you get podcasts. All right, so your uh, your little sneak peek for next time. I'm gonna look to see. There's like I can get an episode list here. Uh, so I'm not sure where we're gonna stop, but we we're going to be watching Sailor Moon season three. Season three. Sailor Moon X. Where, the, where um, we meet the kissing cousins in quotes. Oh my god, I love. Um, I'm not sure where we're gonna be. We stopping off, but it's gonna be. It's going to be just the half because we're going to split into two because we usually do that for sale. Yep. We have a lot of thoughts and feelings about And those people who are listening to us, please remember that it's the classic 1990s US or Canadian dub of Sailor Moon. So it is a 1990s American dub or North American dub. So they're <laughs> cousins. Sailor Moon. They're, but kissing they're also kind of lesbians. Yeah, they're kind of really, really lesbians. <laughs> but they're they cousins. That's why I like the 90s dub, just because it's so bad at hiding the fact they're kids. It's so bad, yes. I mean, I don't know what I, they were doing up there. I, I don't know what they were drinking up there in Canada when they were making mm-hmm. the dub. I have no idea what they were drinking up there in Canada when they were making the dub, but it's awesome. Yeah. I <laughs> they made up do... words want to watch the new dub just to see like the actual representation of them being gay full on well the good news about the new dub is you do see more of that stuff of course but the other good thing about it is and this is the thing that you don't love it's because it's different voice actors but the continuity of most of the voice actors from one yeah i know episode to episode series to series because that is one of the hardest things about watching sailor moon in the 90s the different dubs that are out there um by the different companies that dubbed it and the different actors in all the roles. Some seasons is more than one Sailor Moon <laughs> or, or more than one Darian. It's kind of like all over the place. It's fine. It's all good. But we'll save the rest of that talk for next time. Yeah. Uh, we love you awesome nerds. Goodbye. Bye.